Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends. It's tough. We're in a very tough spot. I think that what we're doing right now is of great benefit and virtue because it's an end around between this whole corrupt informational system, media system. We claim to believe in a God who spoke the universe into existence and literally raised himself from the dead. And yet we're not going to believe that anything else exists in the spirit realm, even though his word tells us that they do. Their bodies weren't permitted to go to sleep like humans do. And they weren't permitted to go to heaven. So they wander the earth. You know, I've seen the eyes turn black to unknown tongues being spoken. These giants would live way up in the highland. The young graves, the young men would hide up in the trees and wait for one of these 12 footers to come walking down the path and they would jump on them and kill them and drag them back to the village and the village would feast on the body. Then people start to get weapons, they start to get armor, they start to build cities, they start to fortify their cities. Now, God looks down and there's violence everywhere. The battle, this war that we are at, is not against each other. It's against these principalities and these rulers and these archons in the high places. It's really worthwhile to read the Bible yourself. Fear is one of the primary drivers of mind control because we have to take every thought captive and resist fear. You're going to have a testimony that is a justice case against the kingdom of darkness. Welcome back to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast, and I have an excellent episode in store for you guys. There's a lot to look forward to in this episode as I'm joined by Enoch from the rundown of our reality. In this epic interview slash conversation, we jump into topics like zombies, the med beds, we cover some information on Freemasons, Hegelian dialectic, quantum technology, parasites, GMOs, I mean the list goes on and on. Enoch shares a bit of his testimony and a dream that he had back in 2005, which kind of started him down this unique journey that he's been on for quite some time. And I highly recommend that you guys check out his channel, The Rundown of Our Reality, that can be found on Rumble. And I really enjoy how he did the video series on his channel. Everything is short, digestible, and the information there is a must-see if you're a watchman or you're taking your spiritual walk seriously, trying to make sense of what's going on in today's day and age. With all of that being said, let me do some quick maintenance here. This Friday, the 21st, from 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be joining a panel of excellent researchers who have been diving into topics that are more than necessary for us to pay attention to. Exploiting this information is imperative, in my opinion. 
and I understand it's very difficult to make sense of all of these messages and signals causing a lot of confusion and chaos in our time slot that we're living in today. We're going to cover a plethora of different topics, warning the church, warning the people as to what's to come. One thing I've realized over all these years, not one person has everything correct. Nobody has everything figured out. There's nothing wrong with looking into the things that are going on and researching and just using your critical mind to connect the puzzle pieces together. Next up, here's a reminder, like, subscribe, and share the podcast. You guys in the show notes, in the details, the show notes, you can find the cash app tag, the Venmo tag, or you can just go to the Spotify for podcasters website to donate monthly to help me grow the show. If you guys get valuable information from this podcast, if you find yourself enjoying these episodes, you keep coming back for more. I ask you to put value back into the podcast because we have big plans and I need your help to keep this as quick and short and to the point as possible. I will be featured on a couple other podcasts coming up here in the near future. I've actually gotten some requests to be interviewed and to be a guest. That's super cool. That's never happened before. I don't want to waste any more time. This episode is ready for us to dive into, and I am excited. Are you guys ready? Give instruction to a wise man and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase in learning. Proverbs 9.9 ESV This is Enoch from the Rundown of Our Reality, and you're listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I have an excellent episode in store for you guys. We have one of my personal favorites here on the air for the first time tonight. Enoch, welcome to the show, brother. It's an honor to have you here with me. Well, thank you very much for for having me. I'm very much looking forward to this discussion. Why don't you tell everybody what your show is and what you're doing over there and anybody that you're collabing with, uh, any cool stuff happening in the near future. I have the rundown of our reality in 2021. I, I just came to the, the conclusion that what's coming most, I haven't found anyone that understands what's really coming down the pipeline. So I was, uh, I was mm-hmm. led to start creating these videos to help people understand like there's some really good stuff out there there's nicholson who does some really good stuff but nobody's talking about like things like the med beds that are coming so i i started that channel and just doing one series called the whole chessboard which is 23 segments and i think i'm on segment 14 or 15 somewhere around there and i'm also working with camp herman dr judd burton chris price Tori Peterson and Mike Stibbs. Sorry, Mike. I had a little brain fart there. And I sort of just zoned out. He's a cyborg. Anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm working. I'm working with them. I do a lot of the producing there, editing, uh, writing. And I'm writing a med bed 
documentary right now to help people understand what uh, what these med beds are when they come. Now, also doing symposium uh, with you. Me? With you. I, oh, you, nobody told you yet. Oh, yeah. I By the way. I think it was my doppelganger that you were in communication <laughs> with when he agreed to this. I'm going to have a stern talk with him later. <laughs> yeah, the symposium. Well, the symposium is is basically a lot like the rundown of our reality. It exists to show people what's going on. It's a group of people who have been studying and figuring out the deceptions and studying the gospel, studying the Bible, applying it to everyday life. And I'm there to open the eyes of people to what's really coming. It's terrifying if you don't have if you don't have Jesus. It is uh, even and when you do and you start to see these things, men's hearts will fail them. Right. Like just throwing this word out there, for example, zombies, it sounds fairy tale, but it's not. It's actually I can explain the science behind how zombies could actually walk the earth. I think we're going to put a quick stitch in that. And I'd say the last half of this recording, why don't we dive back into those topics, zombies and maybe medbed, some of these other things that we're talking about and kind of warming the audience up for this epic interview sure (laughs) okay now i want you to just kind of jump into telling us you know a quick version of your testimony Uh, you've been walking with the lord for a few years now just hit whatever climaxes you want and kind of tell us how you became the enoch you are today uh certainly well at first i grew up in a theater house so a very liberal place very much theater music playing instruments, building up that loud, I would say annoying now, personality where you need to be the center of attention for all things, Mm. right? I basically met a woman, we had two kids, and then she decided that she no longer wanted to be together, right? Which is quite common now today. I lost my kids because you're you're not going to get equality through law, because law is designed as a business. It's designed to fundraise for government. So you're not going to get a fair shake. They're going to, it is designed to make sure that you can be billed a monthly fine so that government can continue to operate. It's all about creating a debt, transferring that debt turning it into tax credits. Anyway, we can get into that later. I'll get sidetracked very easily, so I apologize. My walk almost started then. In 2005, I had a dream, a very vivid dream, where I'm walking down a dirt road. I'm in Calgary, Alberta, so just in the foothills, about 45-minute drive from the Rocky Mountains. Think Colorado, kind of, that sort of area for the United States. I'm in these rolling hills on this dirt road and I can just see, you know, there's lots of hills and valleys that I have to walk in this great distance of where I'm going. This bus, you know, it's just like a normal normal school bus from the 80s and 90s, drives by, pulls over, and then I walk up to the side of the bus, the door opens, I look in and there's Jesus Christ driving, and he just says to him, Get on. Get on. Get on. 
that's when I wake up immediately. So I didn't really make a choice in my dream. I woke up startled and not wondering and puzzled about that. So I, I searched, I talked to people, and then I made the mistake of talking to one of my friends who was a atheist. And of course, he steered me away from the truth. Uh, for and continuing sort of you know kind of makes you feel like a fool but doesn't make you feel like a fool you know just the words that he picks it's like yeah man no if you believe in that that's you know your thing you know this is what i believe and this is why i believe it right and that's so they make you feel like a fool without truly you know without actually saying it like master manipulator uh individual anyway so the years go by i abandoned that what I realize now is those hills are basically a metaphor for for life about what I'm going to go through with my ex family law and the pain that I'm going to be feeling in, in the future and that I would need him to help keep me focused. In learning about, about government and learning about family law, I realized that it was an absolute sham, but I knew it was wrong, what was happening, what was going on. So I started to study government finance, like, why is this happening? And so that's, that's what I learned. And I learned so much that in 2019, I ran for a member of parliament in Canada here. And that's a, that's the top federal uh, level. I, I'm not delusional. I knew what I knew I wouldn't win. That wasn't the point because I still didn't quite understand everything. The goal was, was to force the individuals to have to listen to my speeches, right? Because we all, everyone, everyone who is running gets the opportunity to speak in forums wherever, where all the other people are running. So they can, they can see that I know what I'm talking about and we could help a lot of people. So that was the goal. And I almost succeeded. The guy who won, I knew he was going to win. We all knew. It was the conservative guy. It's Calgary, Alberta. Calgary, Alberta is basically Texas. So the conservative guy won. And at the end of that presentation that that we were all doing, he just came right up to me and he said, we have to talk. And I'm like, yeah, I know we do. Because, you know, there's a lot we can fix. If you're voted in, you can do anything. You don't need legislation to do something. All you need is a bunch of people getting together, saying that they want something in a contract form, and then you can find some sort of legislation to create the tax credits to pay for it. Like it's it's insane once you understand government finance, how much deception is out there with how money is made. It's 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 crazy. Everyone says it's made from nothing. Well, that's kind of true, but it's not completely true. Uh, It's basically futures. You're betting on futures and and things. But again, we don't need to get into that. So then in 2020, I realized uh, when this whole economic COVID thing happened, they released the legislation that gives everybody a, a check, right? A monthly check for COVID. So in Canada, everyone could apply for a $1,500 check. So when I read the CERB, I, that's the acronym. I can't remember what the the full thing was. It's just, it was called the CERB. And the CERB was designed to empty out basically the general fund that Canada uses to purchase. So they were draining that dry. <laughs> I knew, I knew right from, right from there that wasn't real. And 
COVID wasn't real and that our economy was going to collapse. I just didn't know exactly when. So and is this is this what kind of launched you into the research where you kind of like then come to the Lord? Is that what we're building up to? Because this is exactly I, I didn't actually even I mean, I've heard your story, but hearing this perspective, I'm kind of biting my nails. Keep going. Pardon yeah. me. Going. <laughs> no, no, no going. problem. No problem. So, yeah, I uh, this would be March, right? March, April, uh, somewhere around that time. I'm going by memory and it was now a few shocking years later. So I may have the dates wrong a little bit here, but. So I, I start looking into that and I'm like, well, th this is this is insane. What is going on? Why why isn't this being brought up in the news? And I start searching. I start looking uh, into all this all this stuff. And in my search, I find a discussion on time travel. So I listen to this discussion and in in my mind, I'm like, hold on a second. If time travel is real, that kind of explains the prophets because the prophets could see through time. And I didn't quite understand, like I know what the term prophet means, but I didn't understand the duty of what a prophet does. In my very absolutely ignorant viewpoint, that's, I was, I was just, hmm, prophet. And then I stumbled across the Nephilim and that's, and that is where I began. So it was the prophet. It was time travel, the prophets and time travel isn't real, by the way, time travel, the prophets, and then the Nephilim. And so, and so that's when you watch the rundown of reality, I start very early with the Nephilim. All you need is one piece of evidence of a giant that existed in the past to be proven to be true. That's it. That's all you need. You don't, you don't need to show the, the world that there were millions of them. You just need to show that there was one, and then you have enough evidence that they existed. That's exactly. it. And that evidence exists. It is, there's been DNA sample of a tip of a finger that is 34 inches. Tip of a finger that is 34 inches. It's been DNA sampled. It's been CAT scanned, and it's been basically proven to exist. That's what launched me. And, and in uh, August of 2020, August 5th, August 6th, that's when I apologized to God for forsaking him. With that background, with that knowledge, then I could really just start launching into the craziness that is going on in the world today. So it's the chaos. It's all done purposely. Yeah, it's it's quite amazing, to be honest. Yeah. I just love hearing your story and, and other stories like this, because there's something very peculiar about our generation, right? God is allowing us to be equipped and to go through these, just to go through the journey of wherever we're at, where we grew up, what we're up against. There's kind of like a goal or a dream or a drive that is set down into our hearts. And a lot of the times I'm finding out people are stopping right before the edge of a cliff. And looking back mm -hmm. at the Lord and yeah. realizing he's the one who's kind of been leading those who don't know which way to go in a very unique way in order for them to collect certain knowledge or, or just to, to be exactly what they were intended to be. Yeah. It's like, you know, religious people, they can't handle it. They're like, what is going on? What is this podcast? What are they talking about? You know, like, religious yeah. people don't know what to do, but the guy who's doing construction work, who listens to this episode during the week He's going, wow, that really resonates with me. 
the whole finance thing is super fascinating. Just give us an overview for those who do not understand how money gets generated from the government. I mean, you had mentioned, oh, it's just made out of thin air. Not kind of. Uh, personally, I think there's some some modern day slave ownership going on, in my opinion. And I think it's webbed in with deception. So can you give us a background? Absolutely. Government finance. The thing about the last 120 years, even before that, what we've been going through has been planned and orchestrated beautifully by the uh, Freemasonic occult. And when I say Freemasonic, uh, if you watch my videos, I get a, a better sort of definition. With what's coming with disclosure, they're going to say that Freemasons is just this one little tiny sect of dark people who've been sacrificing children, drinking their blood and, and you know, um, all this other horrible stuff. No, that's, they absolutely are that they exist. But those are the mundanes who joined in and basically they're the fall guys. They're the ones who, who are going to be sacrificed to these ancient bloodlines, which, and these ancient bloodlines follow a, follow a line back to Noah. And then they look at the research that was done in the antediluvian times. It's one, one or the other. It's the pillars of evil Enoch, son of Cain, or the pillars of Lamech. And Lamech was coming, he was coming closer to the flood. They knew that a calamity was coming, judgment was coming, but they didn't know how. So they created the pillars, pillars that would survive fire and pillars that would survive a flood. So the, the pillars that were found, I think they were f found around Egypt, is that whole basis of Freemasonry. Freemasonry just means doing something without God right? It's basically Satan is Freemasonry, right? Get behind me, Satan. Satan is the ad, the adversarial, the rebel. Anything that goes against God's plan is satanic. It's right. Uh, 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 we're in agreement here. There's many different words for the name Satan or the Satan. And uh, yeah, but I, I just, I just to, there. just to confirm going, that's, that's basically what it is though, is the, is going against God. Okay, Absolutely. because that's yes, keywords yeah. there to be in right. rebellion, antichrist, and that's that's the antediluvian times, the corrupt sciences, the so these the seven sacred sciences that were, and I was, uh, you can you can find all this stuff in even just studying Freemasonry. You start reading their publications, the ones that are just telling you, giving you the fluff about Freemasonry, uh, they're telling you that it is just like folklore or something like it. No, it's, it's not folklore. The pillars of Lamech are pil pillars of, e of evil Enoch. That's, that's where that comes from. So those pillars were found after the flood and then the knowledge was gained. And that's, that's the whole thing of Freemasonry. So when basically <laughs> to sum it up, it's, but it is important. Like it, this is important to understand because they're going to try to sell you that Freemasonry is dead. No, Freemasonry has existed in the antediluvian times. It's just it's just doing things for yourself, not for God, not walking with God. Even like what we see with Aleister Crowley, uh, do without will, right? It's pretty much doing yes. anything but he's, with a motive, a design, a passion, a power in mind, absent of God. How many Freemasons 
out there do you think are aware of the the heightened knowledge behind the you know the the clique or the local gang that they're a part of um if that even makes sense sorry that wasn't even a really good question it makes sense i i i get what you're dropping down voice so so well (laughs) the first thing because you brought up uh alistair crowley and do as thou wilt the Alistair Crowley stuff is black Freemasonry, but there's also white Freemasonry. So black Freemasonry is scarcity and white Freemasonry is abundance, right? So rule through scarcity or rule through abundance, right? And abundance- It's kind of like the chessboard idea, right? Like chapters of the chessboard. Yeah, exactly. So I just wanted to make sure that was clear because there's more to Freemasonry than that. When you join Freemasonry, you start at, you get it, you're at level one, you're at the entry level. You have a white apron that covers your genitalia. And then as you go up, you get, you get different aprons. Your uncle that is in with the Freemasons, most of them are in it to, for business, to get better contracts, to work in like a brother, like the Lions Club, same sort of thing. Lions Club is a feeder to Freemasonry, just so you know. As you move up the ladder of Freemasonry, you get more and more knowledge. So depending on how high you are, uh, depends on how much you get. But you don't learn the truth, the enlightenment, until you get to the 33rd degree. And the 33rd degree is where you start sacrifice, you drink blood from from a human skull, real human skull, and you start a lot of these occult magic ceremonies, rituals, to gain specific powers or rights on the earth given to you by the fallen demonic realm. But yeah, you're not going to know about any of that until you're allowed to know it. So up until 32nd degree, you're still just in this little brotherhood thing. Uh, 33rd degree, you've gone into Satan worship and yeah, that's truly dark stuff. So it's interesting that most of the time these secret societies and some not so secret societies, they have this public depiction where it's almost like if you're not a part of them you're just some wild misfit who didn't have the proper direction and connections and training and discipline right because i mean i've personally been approached numerous times even when i lived in florida how many years ago all the way up to here in pa they're very interested in me for what reasons i don't really care (laughs) because i'm not interested in them it would have to do with it would have to do with bloodlines, something in your bloodline. Well, that would make sense. I mean, you know, I think every family in America has got, got something wrong, but there's a lot of missing history within my family of things I couldn't pinpoint. And even things that me and you have talked about off air where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's a tall tale sign for, you know, these kind of things happening in your bloodline. And I think that's why the gospel message is so important because in a spiritual sense, these entities, I believe have personal legalities. There's legal rights to access the back door. Even if we're, we're operating in Christianity and we feel like, Oh, I couldn't be abducted. I couldn't be harassed. No bad dreams with me, blah, 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 the whole spiel. But yet Christians wrestle with the darkness way more frequent than the church would like to acknowledge. The American history, I mean, we're the melting pot of the world, Enoch. And with these secret societies and the way that the Freemasons operate from what can be seen and identified easily, all the way to the secret stuff behind closed doors, 
I think our country is infiltrated in a depth and level that is is beyond explanation to the guy next door, the layman, the guy like me. I mean, we can catch on to it and see glimmers of it. And I believe the more that we fear God and we study the word, the more God will put kind of buffers on things like watch out for this. Be careful in this area. Pray about this. Make sure you're protecting and anointing your home, you know, with with this, these kind of things that we may identify as locals to things that are happening in our region. But in a nutshell, the black and the white side of Freemasonry, it's it's very real, in my opinion. But I would just say as listeners, you guys, come on, there's good and there's bad. There's light and there's darkness in this world. And we know that the devil parades as an angel of light. A lot of it's an illusion. And a lot of you guys, as my listeners, already know this. I know that we had talked about med beds, zombies. Let's just kind of launch right into it, man. <laughs> uh, fill us in. Okay. All right. All right. So we'll do we'll do a little light uh, teaching on the on the zombies here. Because that's what's coming next. It'll be zombies and then the med beds. How could zombies possibly exist? How could the dead walk? How could, for example, you're talking to Enoch uh, six months down the road. How could Enoch turn into a zombie maybe while he's sleeping? Here is how it could be done. Throughout the last 20, 10 years, somewhere around there, it's been sneaking up into our foods and what we drink, what we eat, what we breathe in. And it's been increasing with each stage. A new element has been introduced to our, basically our diet. Now, what we are littered with, absolutely covered in, are parasites. Bacteria that shouldn't be in our bodies, are fungus that shouldn't be in our bodies. Now, We've been hearing in the news about this fungus that is starting to to appear, and it is, and it is the Last of Us TV show, uh, basically coming to life. This fungus is coming. There's going to be all these zombies running around. And just so we're clear, whether you've taken the 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 little prick or you haven't taken the little prick, you have these parasites there's no there's the the little prick was used to divide us now the little prick does contain a lot more of these parasites and then there is the hydra vulgaris little creature that that is in them as well and this is why if you look up the storage for the vaccine it needs to stay i think it's minus 70 degrees celsius or somewhere around there. So if it's going to be stored on the shelf, it needs to be kept at that level. And why is that? Because there is living material within these vials. And if it if it gets too warm, that living material, because it doesn't have any blood and bodily substances to feed it, would die. So you need to keep it in suspended animation. Once you inject this stuff. So you take it out and then the uh, substance melts, the bacterium and the fungus and the, and the parasites all 
animate or are reanimated. They're, they're ready to be injected, right? Because you can't inject something so cold into the body. So you take it out, you let it warm up, and then you start injecting this into people. If you've seen the videos of the funeral homes where the morticians are removing these leather, this leather-like substance out of the dead, this leather-like substance was growing in their veins and arteries, all through the veins and the arteries. When you look at it there, it just, it just looks like something blocking uh, the blood flow, and so people die. Oh, this just it's causing heart attacks. That's awful. There's something else that it's doing. It's creating a new network. It's creating a new neural pathway for your body that something else can activate or use when the host body is dead. It's going all through the, uh, the blood system, the capillaries, the zombies that are coming are going to be extraordinarily strong, inhumanly strong. And that's because it's not using your muscles or the body's muscles, it's using this corded substance that is extremely strong. And it's all throughout the body. So it links together and moves the hand, the legs, the jaws. That is where that signal, if you will, comes from. No, instead of your question. instead of your basic nerves, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Quick question. Just just some clarification for me personally. Yes, please. Absolutely. With the zombies that are coming, are we talking about the dead who have died? They're in the mortician's office. Maybe they're already six feet underground and they burst out of the earth and they're this borderline decomposed superhuman zombie. Or are we talking about possibly both but the zombies that uh we are alive but become very mundane and docile and almost you know confused and kind of slowly blacking out but yet still skipping along the pathway da -dum, da -dum, da -dum, performing <laughs> with our physical vessels being infiltrated by this foreign substance can you just kind of help me clarify is it a little bit of both or is it one or the other that part is it definitely requires more speculation. Uh, definitely the living. Uh, but once you go through the morgue, right, your body gets drained. You, you no longer have the necessary requirements for these elements in your body to survive, right? It, it, they're not being fed anymore. So I don't, I don't see them rising up. Basically what I see are oh, sorry oh my goodness i sound like a prophet i'm not a prophet what i see no no not at all what i what i deduce from the information that i have gathered is that it will come from the living basically they'll get like a flu right mm -hmm. and then they'll sweat profusely and what that is is the pathogens in the body releasing a toxic chemical once it gets large enough to affect you and then the toxic chemical will then kill you and then the 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 parasite takes over the host what we're also going to see is world war z zombies they'll follow noises immediately they'll follow light so if you're 
If anything moves, they'll hone in on it and they will move fast and they're strong. That's, that's the other thing to remember. It reminds me of the movie I Am Legend with Will Yeah, Smith. that too. Yeah. So, I Am Legend, World War Z. I'm aware of some studies that were done in Japan on intelligent fungus. So what they were doing is they actually took this fungus and would put it in a very unique layout, like a labyrinth with the food of the fungus in a certain portion of this, this maze or labyrinth. And the fungus would actually track out the most convenient, fast, and, and least amount of energy needed to gain the food sources. So then um, one of these studies that I was reading about in Japan, they actually were mimicking the cityscape after their labyrinth or maze. They were redesigning the flow of traffic based upon the way that the fungus find its food source, being that it would always kind of number itself in the easiest, most least resistant way. And I think that that's fascinating because it shows, it just shows how intelligent things are that the modern person would just look at a fungus and be like, oh, it's a mushroom or, you know, it's, it's whatever, right? It's just bacteria. It's just little tiny microscopic things that are, they're just there anyway. A lot of us have been feeling these gut tugs and gut pullings as to something's wrong with this. So, you know, something's eerie and just not quite right for zombie to even be, uh, for zombie to be on the table. I just can't imagine how much more darkness is lurking and waiting if zombies is on the table at this point in time. The scripture says the devil is as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And I think there's a plethora of different ways this enemy would like to devour our generations in today's day and age. And uh, what we're doing right now is significant, in my opinion, Enoch, because we're talking about things that Let's just be honest. Most people will not talk about you. Go must have to get on a podcast to get any of this information. Now with the zombies, well, people would be begging for a med bed or some type of magic cure provided by the white tile of the group, right? You're talking about the Hegelian dialectic. So bingo, let's run right that direction. My friend, what do we need to know about this? Well, the Hegelian dialectic is super simplified by saying react or or you you cause an action you get the reaction from the from whoever you're doing the action to and then you give them the solution so after they panic you say oh we have a solution right that is the most simplified hegelian dialectic what it actually is is to create a new truth or to create something new that isn't that wasn't around before. So, uh, thesis, synthesis, or sorry, thesis, antithesis. Uh, oh, and <laughs> thesis. I used to joke around saying antithesis, uh, and now, <laughs> now it's become the bane of my existence. Uh, thesis, <laughs> antithesis, synthesis. Antithesis. Right. Mm. So, so the antithesis. I also. What's the other one? I I like to extra ordinary instead of extraordinary yeah anyway in being funny i've ruined how i actually when i want to sound smart it <laughs> i've destroyed that <laughs> anyway so so <laughs> although i'm talking about zombies so nobody's thinking i'm i'm uh, talking smart right now so so the the synthesis or the solution right because we're going to find out that medical science 
has been has done this to us. So no one is going to want to use. So all the people in in medicine are no longer going to have a job and they're mm-hmm. going to have to learn how to run these med beds, basically. But I mean, there, there's a, there's a lot more coming. But anyway, so our entire medical system will absolutely change and we will be going into these med beds and all the med beds are is frequency being concentrated onto your body right it excites the a fibroblast in your body into healing and replication how it works okay so there's something called biofeedback so when you take a specific frequency right you as as an organism have a specific frequency uh a fly has a specific frequency a piece of bacterium has a specific frequency everything has a specific frequency so when you're lying on the med bed all it is doing is running a biofeedback test and that biofeedback test when it gets the feedback from what it runs then it will know that you have this specific organism in your body and it can neutralize that organism through harmonic resonance it's basically the same thing as an opera singer when an opera singer hits that high c and the crystal glass shatters right that's because she's she is uh matching that harmonic frequency of that glass so it will completely shatter same thing will happen with any parasite in your body it will completely shatter and you will feel a million times better than you did before because now the all these parasites are gone it will uh, grow you a new limb because it will activate what is required for that limb to grow the fibroblasts in the body will be activated through frequency response and you'll get a new limb you'll grow new teeth i got a cracked tooth that sounds wonderful <laughs> but no i'm not going in it no um you want to look 10 years younger it'll de-age you when the bible mentions there will be those who will mock the christians and say, oh, where is his coming? Where is the Lord's power? The enemy has worked so hard to steal the power, the focus, the agreement, the humility, the one likeness of mind from the church and get us so disorganized and compartmentalized so that we're in, oh, I'm Presbyterian. No, I'm Baptist. No, I'm a Lutheran. Oh my goodness. I'm a Catholic. I am a non-denominational, right? All of these people pointing fingers at each other and the enemy is just laughing it up, staging everything for zombie-like entities roaming this earth, med beds to be, the people will beg for them. And then they will mock the Christians who are talking about, well, we're supposed to be walking in the authority and the power of God, healing, casting out devils, speaking in new tongues, love. If we don't have love, we could do all those other things and it means nothing at all. But yep. how interesting, Enoch, that the med beds will be able to grow a new tooth, grow a new limb. The world is going to hate Christians because they're going to be able to go hit their little remote control and sit in a med bed and get their healing and they're going to feel great. And and these stupid Christians are going to be wandering around kicking stones, man. 
They won't get in the med beds. Look at them. Oh yeah, he's missing a limb. He could be a an asset if he would have both limbs. I mean, they'll probably find every single reason topic to throw more dirt and more hatred onto those who love Christ. Or following him. Following him. Yeah. What the med bed is, is a false sign and wonder. Exactly. But here's the next thing, right? So this is this is the whole reason why the med beds are going to be so important. And that is if you start studying quantum physics just a little bit, like I'm no massive expert in it. I just read the definitions and to understand the technology. And then I read the papers on the med beds to understand the technology. And then I read about what the military have been doing to understand the technology, to understand what is coming. So the med bed is going to scan you. I said that we all have a frequency and everyone who gets into this med bed is going to feel fantastic. Absolutely. But what they're not thinking about is that, that we all have a specific frequency. We are all run by electronic pulses. So when you go into that, when you go into that med bed, you are giving the AI that is, that is the um, operating system for these med beds. You're giving the AI the keys to your mind. You are giving it. You are giving yourself to the AI. You are agreeing in contract by using these med beds. So that is extremely important to understand. Second, everyone is so worried about getting a chip implanted in them, right? That's what Elon Musk is all going about, getting the, getting his, uh, getting his special chip. I can't remember what it's called right now, but you don't need a chip. That is a false, that's, that is uh, a distraction to get you panicked about it because the med bed, you don't need that chip. Uh-uh. Your, <laughs> your brain is already the chip. And what you does just, a chip do? It admits a signal or a frequency. Yeah. You look at a chip in your phone. Yep. So yep. It, it'll be copying our unique signature as a living created demonstration piece of God's mighty work. And, and then that can be entangled. Is that kind of where we're heading with this idea? That can quantumly be copied and entangled, almost like as if there's some deep, mystical, spiritual... Um, agreement a covenant being taken place and a binding it almost seems like super advanced like witchcraft or voodoo or something well so you're giving you're giving free free access to your mind right uh and hive mind so quantum entanglement entanglement hive mind yeah yeah well when i said like like the witchcraft and the voodoo i almost mean like the binding end of that i should have been i should have clarified that no i understood what you were talking about yeah okay no you were you were clear but that's, I lost it because I was looking for the sentient world simulation uh, document. Oh my gosh, wow. That's a mouthful. The, <laughs> the sentient world simulation? Yeah. Is that right? That's the military component of the med beds. When you look at the positive side of the med beds and it, it's healing you and it's doing all these wonderful things, the opposite side of it is something called quantum entanglement. So the AI then has 
the frequency of you, you've given it permission to use. That's part of using the, the med beds. And then it will create a digital you. It'll copy your mind and then it can upload your mind into a sleeve, if you will. And then you, you could be inserted into an Android body. Your mind, pardon me, can be inserted into an Android body. Uh, just That's just one crazy avenue. Uh, the next is something called a sentient world simulation. And if you watch the movie Devs, they, they go into this a uh, little bit. So the sentient world simulation, which is a military paper, and this was written 20 years ago. So if they're writing it, it's already, it's pretty much already done. The sentient world simulation is putting, creating a simulation, an authentic simulation and, uh, and, and basically running specific scenarios to see how people would react. So if you have real minds in, in the world being operated at a quantum computer speed, countless numbers of scenarios can be run to see how people will react in real time. And then you have the quantum entanglement. And quantum entanglement just means that there are two codependent particles. They're, they Whatever happens to one particle happens to the other particle, right? So if you all of a sudden go into the med bed and then the epigenetics of you get changed, uh, well, the epic, epic genetics will then change with the quantum entangled particles as well. And the, and the particles don't have to exist in this realm, right? They can exist anywhere, right? It doesn't have to necessarily be, right? Because every just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, if we can only see 10% of the visual spectrum, if it's out of that 10%, we can't see it. So to us, then it doesn't exist, but no, it's right there. So you can place something within that frequency and make changes with it. You can place it in a digital realm and make changes to it. So there's a lot of things that you can do with that, with that information that you've collected from each person that uses the med bed. The next thing that can happen with the med beds or giving, giving over your extreme personal, uh, giving over everything to the AI is then the signs and wonders can start happening where you start seeing angels or you start, you start getting told directly to your skull things that you need to do. When, when you read Revelation, you start to see how God uh, sends the messengers to try to wake people up. Well, there's going to be an answer for that to try to keep people asleep. And that's what that's really what these med beds will do, too. It creates, it manufactures a false omnipotence, omnipresence. Right? So you're mimicking God. So fascinating. So fascinating. We are living in the shadow of a larger reality. If we are to worship in spirit and in truth, we are talking about things that are not identifiable. You cannot grab these things and put them in a test tube and measure them. They are not physical. And I know people know this, but I, I just want to take a quick second to zone in on this and kind of like probe it and break it down for a quick moment to, as to when we are talking about 
quantum entanglement or like Albert Einstein would say, oh, spooky action at a distance. Yeah, because they were they were coining terms and trying to understand and compartmentalize things that we really cannot put into a test tube. Same as it be with the scriptures. We are the shadow of a larger reality. Do you think that any of these foreign maybe alien funguses or, or antibodies or whatever the, these strange things that are that are growing on us, in us, and around us will be able to communicate at all with this quantum world? That's what black goo is. If you've heard some of the reports of hunters in the woods or they see this sort of changeling creature, it's one animal and then it turns into another animal and then it turns into a man with a backpack on hiking in the woods. That sounds fantastical, but understanding programmable matter, which is the next part of the med bed, you become programmable matter. So if all of this is linked, then we have, then we also become a hive mind. Um, We like, there's, oh my goodness, there's so much uh, to these, like the med beds are the most important tool in the ed in these end times for the Freemasonic side, basically for, and for the, the fallen messengers. Fascinating. The scripture that came to mind would be to test every spirit. Do you think there'll be people that will be tricked into doing this because they're like, Oh, I tested the spirit and this guy's a Christian, but he says med beds are good and we need them. And, and these other Christians are really the bad guys because they don't want you to feel good. In the the Great Deception, right? The Great Deception is basically, to put it in the simplest terms, the Freemasonic side is going to, in the minds of man, reduce God to an evil alien overlord. Reduce Jesus to an evil alien overlord. And all the other religions to to this overlord. And and we're going... (laughs) we're going to be fighting these overlords <laughs> by joining the galactic federation and it sounds like star wars just, it's star trek like it's a hundred yeah it's a hundred percent star trek guys it's 100 percent star trek and we're so the galactic federation is battling this evil side right hmm. and so so jesus is basically going to be coming back and oh, no, i don't know if they're going to be calling uh him jesus but it will be just the this this side with all the religions being funneled and balled up together right which is pretty much what we're seeing right now all these hollywood stars doing all all of these um christian movies no 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 they're not turning into christians they're preparing for the great deception when they're going to fall on their knees and and go to the new religion this alien religion that's what's coming. So, yeah, <laughs> basically, the whole coming of what we are going to see is uh, test the spirits, right? So, who is our Lord and Savior? Even saying the name Jesus Christ could get eventually get you executed. It will get you thrown in jail. It will get you ostracized. Vicky Joy Anderson said in testing the spirits that these things appeared in someone's room in the name of Jesus. I command you to leave. And they didn't leave. 
not like the shadow people leave. And so what is actually going on there? Well, that is a, that is an illusion coming from an AI technology that is broadcasting to that individual, whether it is holographic or whether it is projecting in their mind, like they think they're seeing it visually. Right. So Vicki Joy uh, was talking about that. And I'm like, that is 100% perfect for testing the spirits as well. Testing the spirits, if they do not react to commanding them in, in Jesus' name, most likely it would be that hologram or that, exactly. that other entity that really isn't there. It's just AI, you know, mind of skull programming. It's so yeah. weird. It, it, yeah, it really is. It's really it is weird. So weird. Uh, the strong delusion that God says he's going to give to certain people that reject the truth. The heightened details of what's going on, in my opinion, as we grow closer to the end of uh, these chapters, this age, it's only going to be evident to those who are seriously after God. The, the word says he's going to give them over to their strong delusion. And it just makes me think, here's a good way to find out who's who. Yeah, it's a, weed out. it's a weed out. Yeah, it's a weed out. Yeah. I don't know if it's revelation or not, but it talks about the angels coming down and separating the chaff and the wheat. Mm -hmm. I'm going to paraphrase here, you guys. So take it easy on me. Don't be getting all crazy and saying that I didn't get something right. But God is saying, let these two grow up together. For if you pull out the weed, it's going to rip up that which has nutrients and that they look almost the same until the time for gathering comes. There's some posture differences. Mm -hmm. The way that these things are in the final stage are very different. Here's something that I didn't mention earlier with the parasites, because there is an answer that doesn't include a med bed, right? So for people who are worried about these parasites, and you should be concerned because the reason why cancer is rampant is because of all these parasites. It's destroying, it's taking away all of our nutrients. Our bodies can't survive and cancer grows. So with Dr. Michael Heiser, if he had taken care of the parasites in his body, then the likelihood that he'd still be here with us would be much higher unless God was taking him. Right? So, uh, parasites can be destroyed in your body. And I'm doing that as we speak. I'm like, like not right now. Hey, take this parasite. No, I mean. What uh, is that uh, zapping noise in the background, Yanaka? Uh, there, there's a zzz, zzz. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> just, I just give myself slight elect, uh, electrocutions <laughs> uh, <laughs> from the positive, positive on this side, negative on this side. Um, oh my God, I'm crossed. I'm being fried. Uh, so... <laughs> How, so, how do you, how do we take care of these parasites? What so are you doing? Taken if you if you haven't learned to heal yourself uh, yet through God through faith, um, and that's what I'm working on right now. You had talked about that uh, in your your previous episode, uh, which is learning learning the healing, casting out demons, and and all, all that uh, wonderful stuff that we are going to need in the times to come, but. And until then, so if, if you aren't strong in that yet, things that you can do, there's something called gum spirit turpentine. Don't get scared because I said the word turpentine. 
all it is is pine sap but it's pine sap that has gone through like the distilling production like when you're making whiskey it's not alcoholic it's just pine sap that's been refined and cleaned so when you take a teaspoon of this of this pine that kills all parasites and bacterium within your body but you can't take it all the time you could take a teaspoon of it as per dr daniels not me i'm not a doctor as per dr daniels you can just look that dr daniels 100% gum spirit turpentine cleanse that's what it's called the second thing and i'm i'll quickly break this down for you why were gmos created we're told that it was to create a, an abundance of pest resistant foods right that's what we were told now now we live in opposite world right now we're in the upside down we're in clown world what it what they've actually done they've created an organism that will grow under great poisons right so are these when when you plant these gmos you have to spray them with this herbicide and pesticides and all this gross toxic stuff and that kills everything and the reason why they do that is these gmos have been removed of a very important element in our foods which is called boron boron you've heard of borax so borax is a natural refresher in our clothes right so we put it in our laundry and it kills all the bacteria and fungus if it's warm and wet that's where fungus and bacteria grow well boron kills it naturally it doesn't harm us we require it you use it to kill ants right you mix it with sugar and you kill ants with boron these plants then as they grow they require this spray because fungus and bacteria would eat them alive they have no protection against them so what they spray it with is the protection they have to spray it at specific times to make sure that the food grows and looks healthy but when you eat it you're eating something that is empty in what would help you to naturally kill off bacteriums parasites and fungus so if you take boron daily then that will help to kill all of that stuff as well so i'm taking it now i'm an editor so i sit at the computer all day and this is a mistake <laughs> so just be aware if you're not <laughs> if you're not sweating a lot right cuz these parasites have to come out somehow and so that means you got to drink a ton of water so that you're peeing all the time or you got to sweat to let the stuff come out of your sweat glands or else it's going to start coming out your skin and i'm getting it coming out of my skin in the form of a rash so then i i put i put apple cider vinegar on to keep my rashes down so i'm i'm taking boron i'm taking this pine <laughs> this pine sap and then for the dead parasites that are coming out of my skin, because I sit in front of a computer all day editing and, and researching, I, I have to take apple cider vinegar, which if anyone has eczema, put apple cider vinegar on it and it go, it'll go away in a month. Um, no, I, the, the, oh, the, but that's, that's the answer to naturally killing 
off the parasites. And also I have a rife machine, which okay. is what the AI med beds do, right? It does a biofeedback scan, but it does it without the aid of AI, thankfully. You can manually set and pick up different tunes in your body, right? Like you, like there yeah. would be a pre-programmed yeah. frequency for tune the rife machine to that range. It would kill the parasites in your body. Harmonic resonance. There's so much more. I'd like to get into frequency as a topic, just at surface glance, you know, for anybody who thinks frequency isn't worth the deep dive, look at the H64 scales when it comes to your music. Look at the frequency that most music is broadcasted at. Pay attention to some of your concerts that have been going on over the last few years, some of the really terribly dark things that have been going on, but frequency can affect us in a couple different ways. Here, let's go to nature for one second. Lions and tigers, if I'm not mistaken, both of them are able to hit their prey with a low rumble growl, a frequency that it stuns them momentarily right before an attack. It's fascinating. Now, AI, what they can do with frequency, that's that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Remember this, too, when it comes to the AI and frequency. Uh, because we're all connected to the grid, right? Well, yeah. our lights that we've been purchasing the last 20 years, these LEDs is a digital light, and it is a receiver and transmitter. So just remember that uh, when you're... <laughs> There's a reason why there are programs for to put LEDs in people's homes. So why receiver. do we have to buy microphones and computers to do podcasting? We want instantaneous hive mind broadcast. Not coming to you soon from any Christian podcasters. Terrifying. This is very, very terrifying. I try to crack some jokes here and there. I almost feel like I go so deep in my mind, I have to ride a wave of sense of humor from time to time just to yep. lighten the reality of the information we've just covered on this episode. This is the thought I had before I cracked the joke. And that's why I'm like, no, let's, let's just go a different direction so that I can lighten it. But here we are doing the opposite of what my intended <laughs> plan was. <laughs> Hive mind. What if uh, your whole entire family, there's a program or a virus uploaded into the hive mind. There's something planted against you. You're innocent of this thing. You've never contributed or done anything wrong, but there is some grotesque or some terrible uh, disturbing thing that is uploaded into the hive mind of, well, your city, your neighborhood, the world. Where would you run? Where would you hide? Because they'd be instantaneously programmed to hate or despise you or to uh, turn you in or whatever. I mean, it sounds like one of the scariest horror movies or sci-fi, whatever you want to call it, movies ever. The whole purpose of this horror is because the tribulation, you have no choice but to turn to God. That is the whole purpose of it. Yeah. He gives you exactly what you want so you can see how your path will destroy you. And the tribulation will be signs and wonders until it's, and it's going to be awesome until it's not. <laughs> until it's not. Yeah. I hope that this episode has helped uncover some darkness. I hope it answered a couple questions for you guys as listeners, and I hope it sparked some more questions. If people Enoch, also have, if people have questions, you know, uh, if you want to get a collection of them, I'll be happy to come back and answer them. Absolutely. If anybody 
wants to reach out to you, maybe they have some questions or just would like to comment on some of the things we talked about, where can people find you? Well, what I'll do is I'll send you a treasure map and then <laughs> someone, you know, with many hints and they'll have to. And all right. So you can find me on, on Rumble or BitChute. You can, in the link in the description, uh, there should be, especially, I think in the whole chessboard videos, mm. uh, those segments, there is a link in the description to Telegram. Yeah. I mean, you can also just, if you have questions in the, um, you can just post them in the videos comment section i don't turn off comments people can unless you're extraordinarily rude there was one person who called himself like uh not raw but one of those horus or or no what's the other oh, the geez. god of the dead osiris uh, osiris yeah and <laughs> so, so i'm like oh there's there's no reaching you over uh <laughs> over the the chat section uh, of this so but anyway i i find bit shoot to be the trailer park of uh of video uh services so <laughs> you get the interesting ones in in bit shoot that's for sure this conversation it just reiterated some stuff for me enoch it's so funny how we can hear something two three four times but yet it almost is like a connecting revelation pops up the fourth or fifth time you've heard it it's mm-hmm. so interesting how that happens, government but. government finance is like that too right so when you when you read the definitions i have them all up on my on my video there um in the in the whole chessboard but yeah when you read them okay and then you read them again but then you start reading contracts and then you read then you read those definitions things start to make sense yeah and that's what we hope happens for you guys here on this episode that things start to make sense hopefully helping you along this journey because there is a tight and narrow road that we are called to and it is not happy all the time it's not easy to be on a tight narrow road and it's not always pleasant but it is worth it in the end. Coming to you from southeastern Pennsylvania. That yonder in the distance with his garment white as snow with a voice that sounds like thunder Walking on the street of gold His appears is like lightning Setting high upon his throne Has ten thousand times ten thousand Saying we find made it home. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Praise the Lamb forevermore. Praise the holy name of Jesus. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. In that city there's a river flowing from God's holy throne where the tree of life is blooming where the head has not been pulled 
No more tears in that bright city. Death will have to flee away. No more sickness, no more heartaches in that land. A perfect day. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Praise the Lamb forevermore. Praise the holy name of Jesus. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. There's a table. In that country, seated with the saints of old, with their troubles far behind them, to never suffer anymore. I'm going home in the morning to that land. streets of gold with Jesus in that city built for square. Glory, glory, hallelujah, praise the Lamb forevermore. Praise the holy name of Jesus. Bless the Yes, bless the Lord, oh my soul.